Hey there, here's another Outside the Box for all the white working class people out there. Today's topic is Sleeping Giant. It must have been serendipity. The first phrase that came to my mind to describe all the working class white people who voted for Donald Trump was Sleeping Giant. I decided to make that term the title for this Outside the Box feature. So imagine my surprise when I came across a new book by Tamara Drought, spelled D-R-A-U-T, entitled Sleeping Giant, How the New Working Class Will Transform America. Now it was more the old working class, especially people who had good-paying jobs at one point, but then seen them go south, literally, and east to Asia, who were especially supporting Trump. But I expect some in the new working class that Drought talks about, especially those with lighter skins, voted for him too. After all, what did they have to lose? There seem to be two working classes. There's an older one, especially in rural and rust belt states. There are non-college grads who used to make a good living in manufacturing jobs. And there's the newer working class, younger, maybe more hopeful, but stuck in low-wage service jobs since the get-go. Many of the latter are people of color in their 20s and 30s, trying to get by on less than $10 per hour. Many old and new working-class people fall into four general job categories. One is food and retail, from department store and big-box sales to restaurants, fast food, and supermarkets. Another is blue-collar manual work, such as warehouse workers, janitors, housekeepers, and construction. A third is cubicle workers, customer service, secretaries, and office workers. And finally, caring jobs, such as home health and child care. With few exceptions, none of these pay more than $15 per hour. A major complaint by these workers is that they're not respected, especially by larger corporate employers. Employees are seen as costs to minimize, not as assets that keep a business on its feet. Many employers engage in wage theft from workers, underpaying or not paying for extra hours or overtime not clocked. Subway, McDonald's, and Dunkin' Donuts are among the corporations most investigated. Other corporations simply subcontract out low-pay work so they don't have to know how poorly workers are being paid or treated on the job. So it's not surprising that working people would feel let down or abandoned by the economy. They couldn't wait to give a middle finger to whomever they thought was the politics-as-usual candidate, Hillary Clinton in this case. After all, what did they have to lose? I doubt anyone expects Trump or the current Congress to create enough good-paying jobs to stop the hemorrhaging of our economy, where some are doing much better, but most are working more hours for less pay. A trickle-down strategy, big benefits for big business, that filter down to more jobs for the underemployed, won't lift very many out of poverty. On the other hand, 
I'm encouraged by the so-called new populism among working-class people. Workers have been giving away their power to business for decades, probably because their wages are lower and their service-oriented skills are considered more replaceable. That's one reason why labor unions have been declining in influence and membership in recent years. My hope is that the newer and older working classes, the two sleeping giants, figure out how to share a double bed together. More on that in another Outside the Box. Are you part of one of these working classes or know others who are? I'm Larry Danzinger, hoping the two classes can share that double bed. <laughs>